Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, December 3rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, Wrecked FM, episode 72. <laughs> There's no way that's episode 72. Uh, the weekly Wrecked AMA, hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Let's take a listen. 72. Hey, man. How are you doing? Hey. Hey. So I wasn't sure if my audio was working. It's working. It's working. Good. You gonna watch the World Cup later on? In one hour, yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you for uh, Argentina or Australia? Uh, I put in my fantasy football Argentina's winner. So like the one that I'm doing at work, and I want to win. <laughs> so I'll be for Argentina this time. All right. <laughs> uh, I just tag people. The trying to add in B. Hey V, how you doing? I don't hear you, V. Do you hear him? I think he's still a listener. Not on speaker. Oh, all right. Yeah, this World Cup has been pretty entertaining. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I felt like there was very little diving during the whole tournament. I think what annoyed me the most was the video reviews. Like, some of them made no sense. It was kind of, like, uh, deflating, but... I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, it was good. It ruins a bit like the, you know, the drama because before the the VAR, it was a lot, a lot of drama after the games. Now it it eliminated that part and <laughs> it's not fun anymore after the game. But yeah, the games were quite good and also a lot of surprises. I really like a lot when during the World Cup there are like these underdog teams that are winning and. Uh, like those big teams fail. That's that's the beauty. Yeah, always rooting for the underdogs. So I guess you were rooting for Canada, right? <laughs> I, I thought Canada is out already. <laughs> so uh, you know, we scored two goals. Okay, so and um, just remind me, how did uh, Italy do in the World Cup? I have a really bad connection. I can't hear you, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. At least we made it to this stage. Oh, we have uh, the, 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 the Rack and Joe gang joining us as well. That's nice. You don't have to you don't have to quit your space. I think Robo was having a space too. This is our usual weekly AMA, so it's actually uh a little less shit posty than usual. We share updates. It's it's professional, right? Yep. <laughs> Let's put it this way. <laughs> as professional as it gets, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
All right, let, let's get it started. We'll, we'll do the updates. We'll try to keep it under half an hour. Um, so you don't have to listen to yeah. us. Oh, cool there. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good morning. GM, GM. Oh, Robo's here. All oh, the Rack Gang, wow. I feel special. Nice of y'all to join us. Okay, we'll get started with the updates. So I guess we'll talk about the elections. We already had a DAO meeting with all the elected candidates, kind of talk to them about the mission, the vision at Red Gang, how you know the DAO process is going to work. We want to congratulate them as well for winning. Right? I think it was a very, very tight race, and there were some excellent candidates. Uh, I think it was the you know, kind of the most interesting election we had so far, right, Bess? Yeah, I would say that this time was really interesting, a lot of interesting candidates, and also we had the pre-election uh, uh, <clears throat> pre-election uh, uh, campaign where everyone uh, tried somehow to promote themselves, and that was very, very, very interesting to see and also quite cool. And also, in the end, I would say that uh, the people that, uh, that joined us in the council and clan leads are really quite uh, good people, and the ones that also contributed so far a lot to the to the project, and also some new faces versus the previous elections, and that that also makes me happy. Yeah, it's nice to get some fresh blood because they bring in new ideas. So. I think that was an important part. And as well, uh, people that, you know, are more Cosmos native, right? So we got Jester and Cosmos Junkie, uh, which are, I think, um, more interested or more involved in the Cosmos ecosystem. So that kind of helps us round out what our expertise is in terms of like blockchain and uh, education. Yeah. So, and also, I think you know why we had the elections. We had so many candidates submit their, uh, <laughs> you know, submit is because I think uh, people want that two hundred dollars a month during the bear market. It's a lot more appealing than the than the bull, right? Uh, probably yes. <laughs> let's see. Let's see now. Also, with the with another round uh, uh, with some bounties to see if people are submitting more than previously. Because last uh, last round on Polygon, when we made the bounties, we like we had like two or three applications, <laughs> and we understood that people still don't need money. Yeah, now I think they're going to be a little more involved and working a little harder for for the money. Um, but yeah, so great election process. We met with the candidates. Congratulations to everyone that got elected, but also everyone that applied for the position. Uh, like we said, it was very competitive and. Even if you didn't get elected, we hope you continue to kind of contribute to the DAO. Um, I know some people didn't even submit their application and they contribute a lot to the DAO, so we appreciate everyone. Um, and we already had a few proposals that passed, so maybe we can go with that very quickly. So uh, we had a DeFi proposal. So basically, most of our treasury is in, uh, was in Radiant Capital which is a protocol, DeFi protocol on Arbitrum, where we earned, I believe it was 23% yield on our USDC. And now that uh, Kujira launched Bow, we decided to move a third of that money to the Kujira 
uh, bow program that is you know kind of incentivized right now with Kujira tokens. So basically, we're farming on two different uh, chains. We're farming on our Bitrum, and we're farming on Kujira um, to get you know the best yield we can get out of our USDC. Uh, I added Zulian, who's you know our DeFi clan lead and who proposed this. So Zulian, you want to chat about this proposal real quick? Um, sure, it got cut off. So um, I'm guessing just the proposal to Kujira farm. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just uh, farming, doing the good old farm and dump we do. Just uh, leeching off ecosystems and uh, getting as much money as we can to recoup everything we lost in the Terra collapse. So pretty straightforward on the DeFi side. Um, if we smell any any anything bad, we just fast exit. Yep. And I want to congratulate uh, the you know our DeFi clan, which has bought very, very little tokens throughout this bear market. So our treasury is pretty healthy just because we stay mostly in cash. Like I, every time I'm like, let's buy Bitcoin. And then they're like, no, uh, let's buy this. And then they're like, no, we just keep it all in stables until uh, I guess we see a, a turn or a shift. I don't know. When are we buying like crypto? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the, I don't remember if I wrote it in this DeFi, uh elections but the last one i definitely wrote that the only purpose of the DeFi clan was to have the treasury survive and uh i think we have survived and yeah really it's only about farming with stables right now and seeing what we can get uh when will we buy decent question i i wanted to buy the other day when the european central bank posted that bitcoin was going to zero and that same author had actually posted that um yeah, they're they're building a CBDC, so it was just uh, it really made me want to FOMO when the your central bank posted Bitcoin was going to zero. So I'd say soon. It, market's getting really really feisty, so soon soon. It's time okay, to buy. cool. Keep us posted. Um, yeah, we haven't even done any leverage plays or anything like that. So basically, we've been mostly farming stables the past months, and it's been good. Because uh, those rewards pay for your guys' salaries, <laughs> which is nice. All right, so that was the proposal from DeFi Clan. We also have uh, oh, this is good. Cosmos Junkie, uh, who's also a DeFi Clan lead, uh, proposed to do a little giveaway for our friend Tank below here. So he'll reach out to you, but he's gonna give away some some subs to your channel and uh, Rec Bull as well. So uh, yeah. Uh, just kind of showing that, you know, uh, yeah, he, 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 he put that in and uh, we'll be giving that away too. He'll, he'll reach out to you. So that's nice. Okay, good. Um, for the shitposting clan, they're working on some sort of collaborative meme contest, which should be fun. We got a few projects that are interested in participating in that. And uh, for the NFT clan, Winnie has been really cool. We got so many whitelists for so many projects. Like I'm kind of losing track of how many we have, but it's awesome to see if y'all are interested, you know, in certain type of projects, always feel free to reach out to that project, uh, you know, in the, as the rec gang DAO. And, and usually they, they give away some whitelists and it's nice if you want to partake in that mint. Uh, I think there were some few successful mints. I think uh, the thing that Kudo minted was some sort of bird on Ethereum. That that panned out nicely. Uh, I haven't minted anything outside of Joe's recently, so that was something else. But uh, yeah, thanks for the NFT clans. 
to kind of uh, step it up and, and uh, bring a lot of visibility to the DAO through these and, collapse. Yeah, Kudo is the one to follow. Every time he means something, <laughs> it's successful. Yeah, it's Kudo good. Means, if Kudo means and he's shilling it to me, it's a rug. <laughs> you know why Kudo's good at the minting thing? I think he's good because he has that artist eye, right? He can like... He knows it's good art or not. We we don't have that capacity. Really? <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> that was probably sarcastic from your end. Um, but yeah, so we, we had our meeting with just like an intro meeting and uh, lots of things planned out for the next couple of months with this. I think people are really motivated as well, which is fun to hear. So that's good. Um, anything else to say about the DAO operation. V, you got something to share with us as a council lead now? Uh, it's pretty dead. It's pretty nice. Nothing yeah, else. V, yeah, V likes this position because it seems like there, there's less to do. So that's nice. For yeah, him. I don't have to ship post as usual. So it's it's nice to just relax and chill for once. Yeah, you just got to vote on a few things, and that's about it. <laughs> the, the man grinded it with, with shit posting for a couple of months, and now he can rest. <laughs> he, he deserves it. He deserves it. He really put the name out there with the quantity of his shit posting. I, 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 I'm not going to say quality. All right, uh, moving on. So a lot of things going on at the DAO, but also a lot of things coming from the core team. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, we have our Kujira quest that's coming up live. We have a meeting with Kujira and Mindao tomorrow for this onboarding quest. I think it's going to be super fun. So, yeah, I think the timelines we gave was like something like mid-December or something like that, early December. So it'll be uh, around that time. I, I just saw that we do have competition now in that space. Um, I don't know if y'all seen Coin Hall's post. They're going to be developing a Quest platform as well for Terra. So ours is going to be aimed at Kujira, but obviously we're going to try to expand it to other blockchains and protocols and things like that. Uh, but it seems like that space is really heating up. There's a lot of new you know, Quest platforms, web-free onboarding things that, that are popping up left and right. I think people saw the Galaxy model and are trying to emulate it, but they're all very similar. So I think... Our differentiator being that you need to hold a certain NFT or be part of a certain NFT community to participate in these quests. I think that's going to be key in our differentiation versus them, right? And and we're kind of starting in the cosmos as well. Chubby, you got a question? Oh, there's a long schlong Kong. Yeah, that's that's a good project. Important what? message from Rect headquarters. Long Shuang Kongs are minting now on Stash. Get you Long Shuang Kong today. Schwong today, wrecked tomorrow. Yes, um, I support this message and I approve it. So if you're interested in minting uh, the Long Schlong Kongs, they're not actually minting today for the public. They're minting tomorrow. So um, be sure to be ready and have some secret on Stash. They're only 6.9 secret anyway, so it's not like it's an expensive mint. And I think the meme value alone is really worth it on top of using the most innovative technology um, and I guess the most interesting use case of the secret network, which is showing off the 
schlong of a Kong in the private metadata. You're right. Minting tomorrow. I was too excited for some long schlongs. I understand why you, you, you'd be too excited. That, that makes sense to me. These voices aligned with the AI. Uh, uh, in, the couple of, in the last couple of days, we had this AI bot that surprised us. I don't think Chabi actually got a bit too excited. <laughs> also with that. I want to talk about that a little later because that, that, that thing freaks me out. Like AI, like, you know, open AI has been so good. It's just, it's it's scary at how good and how real it all looks now. Yeah, um, I can I can use it for seventy percent of my actual job, so <laughs> I can rest now. <laughs> until you get fired, and they until they realize that exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, Chubby. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there lived a Kong named Zerker. Zerker was a shy and timid creature, and he always felt self-conscious about his appearance. But what made Zerker truly insecure was his belief that he had a small schlong. Zerker had always compared himself to the other Kongs, and he thought that their schlongs were much larger than his own. He felt embarrassed and ashamed, and he tried to hide his schlong whenever he could. But one day, Zerker met a beautiful Kong named Lucy. Lucy was kind and gentle, and she didn't care about the size of Zerker's schlong. She loved him for who he was, and Zerker was overjoyed to have found a friend who accepted him for who he was. As Zerker and Lucy spent more time together, Zerker began to see himself in a new light. He realized that he didn't need to compare himself to the other Kongs, and that he was perfectly fine the way he was. And one day, when he looked down at his schlong, he was shocked to discover that it was actually quite long. Zerker was thrilled to have discovered his true identity, and he was no longer ashamed of his schlong. He and Lucy lived happily ever after, enjoying each other's company and exploring the lush jungle together. And Zerker was finally able to embrace who he truly was without fear or shame. Yes. So, okay, in a couple of years, there will be only bots talking in people's spaces. So. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, you know that you was can, written you by can, AI. Send it, me. It, it makes so much sense, right? Like, it's crazy. Anyways. You know that you can send me this... Uh, text and I can read it instead of uh, having a, tra a tra truly traumatizing experience of listening. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Okay, okay. Let's keep it on, on point, okay? Uh, please, please. We try to keep it professional. The first half hour, it's already been 15 minutes and I only shared like one thing. Um, all right, moving along. The quest on Monday, we have a meeting with Mendao Kajira. Uh, working out some of the details and, and the, the UI, basically the design, which that'll be fun. We have our charity mint um, that we're uh, working on with MintDAO as well, which will be really fun. I don't want to give away too many details about that, but we're starting to reach out to partner projects to kind of uh, provide some gift NFTs so we can give that away for you. And all the proceeds uh, go to Angel Protocol. So, um, you know, or it's called Angel Alliance now, sorry. Um, so that's going to be around Christmas time. Um, very cool. Then there was one more thing. Yeah, One Planet working on the Trippy Wolf thing. Uh, so I can't give you too many details for that. I think that also is coming mid-December. It's going to be something that hasn't been done before in the NFT space. So I'm looking very very much forward to it. And it's going to be a way to use all the trippy wolves in our treasury. So, 
I guess that's kind of a big hint, uh, but um, I, you'll, you'll see. It'll, it'll be fun. Uh, finally, uh, yeah, we're working to, for some uh, type of collab with, with Stargaze. I can't provide too much detail on that, too. Um, still, that's going to be probably in January when, when that kind of pans out. Uh, but it should be fun, should be cool. Don't expect like something massive, but it'll be fun, right? Yeah, should be fun, man. Yeah, funny too. I guess that's a good point. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So those are kind of uh, you know updates from from our end as well as the DAO end. Do we have anything else to share so people kind of uh, know where we're going? You know, if I forgot something, uh, let me think. I think. I feel like there was something else. Um, v, go ahead. To me? No, I've got nothing. Yeah, I, I, I like to put Twitter, them on the spot. I think Twitter is quite boring today. Yeah. Um, obviously, we came back to our shitposting ways with, uh, with uh, memes, right? I think we're going to be doing a lot of that. Because these things, you know, these things that we're developing, uh, they take dev time and they take a lot of time, right? So uh, mints, you know, new protocols, uh, new tech usually takes a significant amount of time. And, you know, you need to work out the kings and everything like that. But people need to be entertained, especially in this bear market. So I kind of appreciate what... Uh, what the Cosmos community has been doing, which is, you know, or I guess the Racks and the Joes and things like that, where we keep ourselves entertained for spaces and these funny min mints, as well as the Long Shlong Kongs, uh, which also is a hilarious mint, in my opinion. So kind of got to keep people's attention in this in this crypto space. So probably going to be a lot of ship posting in the in the next. Uh, yeah. <laughs> during the during the you know until the bear kind of subsides and then we'll get back to being professional if if we ever were professional what does this word mean yeah i, I don't know what it means but uh that that's kind of the vision is to keep y'all interested and entertained and participating uh with with you know writing contests drawing contests meme contests and keeping you know the twitter spaces going on and things like that so it'll be cool uh yeah so i think that's it for the for the updates unless i forgot something best again you can well, let me know. we might cover everything so if anything we can remember a bit later yeah exactly oh well, by the way we are working on some merch i think there was a few requests for having additional merch we're going to try to make that happen um so i know people love the trippy shirts and uh, those that did get hats like them too and uh, hoping to get some more merch that's affordable for y'all. Uh, if you have any money left and you want to rep the, the wrecked or gang, then you'll have that available. We have a few pieces uh, in the works, but I guess um, when it comes out, we're going to let you know. Good. Uh, are we, we going to collaborate with Viral for that? Yeah, well, I'm hoping to collaborate with Viral with that, but well, I guess that's what we, yeah, well, basically that's who we're discussing with. But you know, uh, we'll we'll see, we'll see if it all works out. I know they're busy with their mint. We're gonna talk with them tomorrow, 
and I know what I wanted to talk about. So I got something else, like a last follow-up. Um, yeah, so, so last point, um, I'm really kind of excited, and, and Bess is also, I think, very excited and impressed with the amount of wrecked IP that's been used, so intellectual property or branding, um, whatever you want to call it. People are really embracing the, the wreck name or the wreck gang, and we love you know, things like wreck news. Uh, which which uses the IP. We think it's a really neat idea, um, and you know that it's led all by the community. Like uh, us as co-founders, we had nothing to do with it, and we still don't even know who's in the wreck news. But uh, very kind of proud that I guess as that people like the art and like the you know using the IP for for their you know whatever they want to do. I just, they, I just hope they hold some wrecked wolf or something else. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to hold. I mean, you know, it's no, not marketing us. Like, it's fine. Hey, yeah. guys, I only have about five seconds before I got to go back off of group just because I, I got, I'm taking care of two kids that are now crying outside. <laughs> just wanted to do a quick shout out to uh, V and Gianni. So they're going to be running a meme off program with a lot of the other NFT groups in the area. That's going to be really sweet. And uh, thank you to Regen. Hold, hold, gonna hold be on a second. I didn't sign up for that shit. Oh, no, I think it's meant Jester and Giannis. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay, sorry. Right wrong there. person. Right <laughs> and then uh, I also, we're going to be working with the uh, Women of Cosmos. Uh, Rec Tammy is actually headlining that right now. So she's going to be doing some NFT giveaways. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So uh, good job, guys. And all you do thanks junkie yeah and thanks for facilitating um you know all these collabs uh, i guess yeah it kind of segues well with the ip use and and kind of uh cross-pollinating with with our uh cosmos friends because i think they really like the rec news i see them tagging a lot of the cosmo big cosmos twitter accounts and uh, a lot of likes and retweets from from that gang so uh, love the Rec News. Also love Rec Bets. Uh, PBR leading that. I think uh, th he's coming up with something very, very soon. Like he's doing some big progress on that platform, which is going to be a fantasy sports book, um, a unique offering. Really, I don't think a lot of no one offers that, right? Like the mix of fantasy and sports, and an, like a, you know an order book. So it, it's quite a interesting product, and he's launching that on Jira. But what's cool about it is, you know, he's using the name Wrecked and uh, he's putting uh, the Wrecked Bull's face as kind of the, you know, kind of the poster child of, of this whole project. So really appreciate that PBR um, decided to use uh, Rec Gang as, as IP or branding for his uh, fantasy sports book. On top of that, PBR also has Wrecked Validators which is, I believe, in the top 10 Kujira validators, also validating Joe Chain, which is really cool. Uh, but uh, again, using his Wrecked Wolf as the face of the validator and uh, bringing more eyes to, to Wrecked. And we think that using IP is one of the best ways of, of marketing the project. Go ahead, Julian. Yeah, PBR doesn't like talking, so uh, his proposals, I think, live on the Discord at least. If you guys want to go ask more questions about RecBets, also his Discord is live, so you guys can find that. Join his Discord. He has some competition going, but you can't join unless you're like a cousin. So I wasn't able to join the last competition. 
Um, but I'm sure you guys listening are all cousins, so you can just ask him for the competition. I think there's another one starting this week. Yeah, he has a new... Oh, there we go. He's coming up. Please. He's going to give you more details about the competition he's running. PBR, can you give us a little more details around where Rick Betts is at and the competition you're running right now and how can people participate in Rick Betts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the competition's in the Discord. Preseason week two. Go ahead, lose your, lose your picks. I'll win the whole thing again. Um, yeah, Rec Bets is mostly in my head. Well, that's not true. There's a lot being done in the background. I think way of selling already, it, PBR. Way of selling it. So, what is the competition? Yeah, is it? Sorry, uh, this is the sorry, world. It's Jared. World Cup right now. Yeah. Yeah, soccer, soccer. Now, now no one wants to play in your thing. Now that you said that, you just lost didn't, everything. Didn't they just lose? I, I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. When does when does Mexico play? Do they play? Yeah, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> Spain's playing soon, so we're good. Uh, you can play everywhere, Zulian. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, I do want to know how do the cousins get in because I, I do think it's like cousins only type competition. Well, first you have to wake up before noon to join and that is not in your cup of tea as uh, footballers like to say the link is in red bats uh this uh twitter exilian i don't understand how it's it's complicated to join i'll just post it i am winning this i am winning this mark my words link is pinned for those that are interested in um Rec bets right now. Uh, they had an NFL competition, I think, and now they're having a World Cup one. So it's it's all you know off chain for now, but eventually the idea is to bring it on chain, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We got a ways to go, but it will be uh, it'll be on chain, on and off, hybrid, sort of speak. Um, we got a rough uh, launch date as long as everything goes well for the Super Bowl this year, which is February um, 12th. And then also Premier League kicks off that same time. So it should be interesting. Very cool. So February. Wow. That, that's coming up. Uh, you're going to I saw the proposal in the Discord. I think there was a lot of positive feedback, but people don't really understand what a fantasy sports book is. So I guess there's that education piece. But, uh, yeah, I think these Discord games are a good idea for people to kind of grasp the concept. And I'm looking forward to the evolution of rec bets. I do want to know how it works because PBR keeps winning and it just seems really sus when, like, the founder is winning all the competitions. Well, the educational part, TLDR, it's another way for me to lose money. So... Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for it to be on chain so you guys don't know that that's me winning all the time. We'll, we'll still know. It's yeah, pretty, we, can always, I mean, we can always dox your wallet. I mean, we had uh, we had Sam actually having all the advantages and still losing some billions. Oh, okay. So Jimmy's here. I think we're done with all the updates that we wanted to share. So go ahead, Jimmy. As uh, Robo says, please behave. I don't know what you're referring to as. Um, <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. 
I, I'm against the idea of the fantasy sports book. Um, I don't think it will be a successful business, mostly because if you think about it, right, the players in that business, you have to bring them over to Web3. The way that casinos are able to make size on those things is through volume, right? And through their own size and loyalty to basically that casino. Um, I don't really see how you can reward those players uh, for, for returning. And it essentially becomes a, a user acquisition cost issue at the end of the day. Um, the people who bet big on this stuff, I would imagine that their age range is between 45 to 55. I can't imagine that they're young people. Is there any evidence to say that they're young people, people involved? We do. We do have that evidence, by the way. So uh, yeah, PBR will let you What's the evidence? I'll put up the metrics. Most of the biggest tech, like, yeah, tech growth, DraftKings, Bet365, all those guys have been huge, but I'm sure PBR knows something. Yeah, I mean, we have a medium put together. You can take a look at it there. It shows I read it. I didn't think it was very good, to be honest. It wasn't much evidence. All right, no worries. I mean, what, what do you want us to build? Like another LP, something like well, that? Oh, so is this now a question of you ran out of things to build, so you're going to go into gambling? Just oh, work man. another uh, AMM, please. Well, that's not the point. I asked a particular question about um, the product, right? And it's essentially, anyone who works in the casino industry knows that it's mostly related to co uh, customer acquisition cost, right? And re get, getting maintaining the, the low burn, but at the same time, the high acquisition and maintaining their volume over time. Like unless, in your Medium article, you don't really uh, reply to that. I don't think, did you ever work in the casino industry? In any analytics area in the casino industry, by any chance? Yeah, actually, I do. And there we go, Jim. Yeah, so he says he did, right? Because of course he's always going to say yes. Um, so, in your opinion, what is the um, biggest no, barrier to entry? What is the biggest barrier to entry for those casinos? I don't even know what you're asking me, honestly. Right, because you never did. Okay, cool. Socks, shoes, and shirts. I, I wish merch for casinos is probably not a very large revenue stream. But Jimmy, no, no, Jimmy, let me, let me, let me answer you. Let me answer Jimmy. Let, let me answer Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy. So do you think there is a future for, you know, sports betting in crypto? I think that casinos, you know, the Wynn Corporation, others will then. It's not a casino. It's not really a casino. It's it's sports betting online. But they have the books, you know, though. They have, they have the volume, right? And they have the users in the sense they have the customers who return. And you know that if you yeah, go to well, any obviously, of their. Obviously, it's difficult. Yeah, so I was going to reply to your point, And my reply is this um, they will probably transition and accept crypto, which will then essentially, you know, fill that void of not having crypto in, in fantasy sports books. And they will transition and they have it and they have the customers already. It's kind of like, you know, will shoe companies uh, go into Web3? Well, when shoe companies accept crypto, they have essentially merged in that way and they have the customers and they have the marketing and the brand power. So what, are we, what are we all doing here? If everything is already established, should we not build anything new? I mean, that can go with just money in general, correct? Well, I can reply quickly to that. I think um, the issue is the difference between someone who is saying they're building something versus someone who might use it. I come from the perspective of I wouldn't recommend using it. I mean, you 
the, one of the reasons why people trust casinos is that they're very large books, right? And um, there we and go. The, that that's the word. That's the word. Get get back to that word. Trust. Okay. You know, people. So, I mean, casinos you know, do pay out. I've never heard of a casino. I mean, rarely do casinos not pay out. I mean, in the case of Phil yeah, Ivey, yeah, not well, paying out. Would, right. would would on chain not pay out? Would on chain not pay out? And I've heard of stories where casinos don't pay out actually because you made too much money or you game the system it's and then they rare. lock your funds. It's pretty rare. And usually when it goes to arbitration, usually the, the player wins. But that's kind of the benefit of having the crypto. I, I appreciate it. Right? I, I think, I mean, it must come from the belief that code is law. I mean, um, yeah. Web3 casinos could be hacked and Web3 casinos. Um, I think that goes beyond the point, though. I mean, going to the actual No, no, questions. it goes exactly the point. The product is... No, I think you're just cherry-picking being intentionally obtuse. No, I mean, not uh, layering the phrase decentralized and Web3 on everything makes it a better product. In the end yeah, of the day, the casinos have the best benefit. product right now. Do you think there's any benefit to using crypto on I think casinos will will have the most benefit by transitioning and offering crypto services it for using. you know paying yes. with crypto hey, man, i'm answering your question see. it's not on and you're chain, just being right? obtuse so I'm, I'm not being obtuse i'm just telling you if you pay with crypto it's like paying with a credit card if you go yeah. through a casino oh he left so he always does no, this it's, uh, it's on me i removed him so oh, he, has uh, to blame. he, he can blame me this. but but the space has to continue man uh, he's what wrong. was the problem again Okay, I'm so just gonna, I'm just scrapping the idea actually. <laughs> I just can't wait for RedBet to uh, launch on chain so every loser goes and loses uh, his money, and uh, me getting some revenue of this lose, <laughs> lost money because I only stake with wrecked validators in all Cosmos chains. And I, I will remove also you, man. <laughs> Come on, I have not even sealed olive oil. You did now. But but I guess my point was, and, and I don't think Jimmy's right, like there is a benefit of having uh, a crypto structure, I guess a decentralized structure around, you know, sports betting. It doesn't exist as far as I know, um, especially fantasy sports betting, which plays around kind of the legal implications of sports betting, right? It becomes like a skill sport or a skill game. Uh, therefore, no legal implications. And you can kind of stay decentralized and keep the crypto in your wallet. Like, I feel like those are very, very strong differentiation factors for rec bets. But yeah, Jimmy, yeah. you know, comes off a little harsh. Uh, it, and doesn't want to listen. The only issue is that it has to stay at really, really high level, the betting. So it means that these betting platforms cannot influence, for example, on the results, because that is the main problem with the sports betting. It is when uh, there are a lot of money involved and there's like, the possibility of bribing and so on. So unless it stays at really, really high level, then the risk is minimized from that side. And also the risk of the payouts are controlled by the smart contracts and in that case the trust into the like into the third party it also uh, it doesn't subsist anymore like this problem so it's a win-win and it's interesting to see how how it will go and just for the record Bess brought up uh jimmy uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bess. 
you were just talking about and really proud of people using IP. Wrecked News have just rugged. They're, they're not using our IP anymore? <laughs> they don't like it. I've pinned it. Uh, they they say that they got evicted from the studio. They cannot pay rent. <laughs> um, I just want to say uh, we will not pay for anything that comes out of Rec News. They are saying that they are coming soon back, so I don't know. I'll, probably they will, they are going back to McDonald's to make some money, so they will come back later. And they need a break too. It's the weekend. Go ahead, Shrew. Yeah, like so. I think. Having having a gambling platform on chain, I think one of the things that people haven't really considered or maybe they haven't experienced it is, and this actually happened to a really good friend of mine, is that he was on FanDuel and he, or, or I think maybe it was even DraftKings, and he bought this like service that kind of helped do his picks for him. And he was, he was doing extremely well. And I'm talking like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars because um, obviously as he kept winning, he just kept pushing it. And FanDuel or DraftKings, again, I'm, I'm not sure. I think they're kind of one and the same. But they literally flagged his account, and he wasn't even able to withdraw the money that he had on platform uh, because he was winning. So, like, I mean, these contests are done, like, head-to-head. Like, they're locked. It's like anyone can pick any team. Um, and because he was so successful, they locked him out of his account, and he had to, like, get on a Zoom call with, like, this board um, of like five people on from the DraftKings side and basically explain like why he went from being so shitty to being so good. Um, and they eventually, um, you know, unlocked his account and they were asking him all kinds of weird questions like what service are you using and like all this like because I guess like the service that he was using was like former DraftKings people that like had all this like information. Anyways, so the moral of the story is that luckily for him, he got his stuff back. But I can imagine there's probably some of those instances where it doesn't go your way and money is either, you know, locked on the platform or, you know, I, I wouldn't I would never use it again. He's obviously still using it because he's successful, but I would never fucking use that service again after that experience. So I think having it on chain and it being trustless and, you know, once the once the you know, match or whatever is over and you just get, you know remove your funds from the escrow or whatever, wherever the, you know, bed is housed. Like, I don't know, it doesn't get any better than that. So I, I think that's a really good use case for it. Um, for people that are into that, I'm sure it's, you know, other people that have been on those sites have probably experienced or, or know someone who's gone through something like that. You know, I guess we're, we're dancing around this. I, I love this story or shoot, by the way, I think it really puts, you know, kind of, uh, uh, it puts like a story around, the value proposition of wreck bets. One thing that, you know, every it's on my mind, right? Like money laundering, you know, <laughs> how easy would it be, you know, to have like, if you have like an on-chain sports betting platform, I mean, you know, there's a lot of money being laundered in the casino already. Um, this is like, you know, off, you know, on-chain, you don't need to click KYC. It's it's as secure as the smart contracts. I feel like, uh, you know, if I was a money launderer, I'd look into it. I'm not, but I'm just kind of adding a use case here that I feel is, oh, PBR exhibit. Yeah, Mike, have. I have a lot of comments there. That was a controversial opinion. Go ahead, Zillian. 
Yeah, so unless QBR has some really cool, like, zero-knowledge-proof vaults and money you retrieve, you can retrieve it to, like, a new wallet and et cetera. Like, laundering money through a on-chain sportsbook does not work. Like, it's all transparent. You're withdrawing to the same wallet. Again, unless QBR has some DK snarks like, up his sleeve and then people can just deposit and then withdraw to a new account and it's just uh tornadoing it uh yeah not gonna work i mean pbr is hand up so maybe back, back me up pbr tell me it can happen yeah i mean i'm just sitting here thinking about it it easily could happen um <laughs> it's you know peer-to-peer betting has always been legal everywhere so if we have head-to-head you know opportunities they can control both wallets on either side of it and you know pretty much give the win to the other person so that's something that we should think about actually and it's a good point it's a great use case in my opinion i'm just saying yeah i mean i think some of that would have to do with like how i mean what's your max bet size right like i mean unless you're doing like unlimited you know head-to-head betting like i i feel like if it's capped at like a reasonable pace it might be a you know pain in the ass if you know like your max bet is like a thousand bucks um I don't know who well, would really for for a head to head and like custom things that we have in mind. People can control it. They can put the entry at whatever they wanted. Now, if somebody wants to launder a hundred thousand dollars, that's good for Kujira stakers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll happily be the patsy on the other side of those if anyone needs a rule. Um, yeah, I, I I'm want the commission on that. <laughs> you know, because we're pulling out and it will be distributed. You know, with revenue sharing and stuff. So. You know, yeah, it's it's all gray areas, a lot of gray areas. Um, we I don't think we would ever really feel any heat until we take a significant amount of liquidity out of big um, sports books and fantasy books. Yeah, I mean, if worse comes to worse, uh, SBF is just through. Uh, no accountability or responsibility. So I, I think, you know, he's really done us all a service uh, in the future uh, by, by you know, laying the framework of how to just get away with, you know, ruining $10 billion worth of, of customer funds. He's not even taking money from the customers, right? It's just like, uh, it's a, you know, it's a game. People play the game. If, if you know, somebody did a head-to-head and lost, like it's very difficult to say it's money laundering, right? Because um, I guess there's a way of proving it. Like Zulian says, it's all on chain. And if it's always the same name, giving to the same name, um, you can kind of track that. But but I feel like there, there's something there. Anyways, it's just a thought. Go ahead, Zulian. Yeah, so in the case of money laundering, like people still have to either cash out at some point. So, hey, let's say they use Cato to cash out all the laundering they're doing, you're still tracking, you, you earned this much on betting, depending on your residence, you have to pay on gambling or not. And then you're still, you know, withdrawing some type of profit. And then again, all on chain. So you can see where the other wallet came from, how much money the other wallet had and where that came from. And if that's been related. So yeah, again, all on chain makes it really easy to track that. People can certainly try. And I know people have tried like laundering with NFTs because that's really, easy one at first glance but it really isn't because again it's all on chain whenever you want to cash out you're just out there really 
easily. All right, all right. Oh, he has ways to spend right from chain on chain. That once we get that, then we can launder anywhere we want. Yeah, if you can spend without KYC, I guess that's kind of the thing. All right, cool. Uh, on that note, thanks again. Ah, Bluebeard, thank you. And did hear I guess? Yeah, probably yes. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. Yeah, he'll come back, I think. At least he didn't take out the space. I oh, know he's there. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah, so did I miss one use case of IP? I, th I think there was four uh, outside of the news and the bets and the validators. There, were, there was something else, but can't remember. But yeah, we encourage that. Continue. Uh, everyone will, will help you out, except maybe Rec News, but everyone else will help you out. Uh, <laughs> Actually, we helped Rec News because uh, you clicked on, you retweeted their giveaway. So we Yeah, that's true. We did do the giveaway. Hey, hey that trippy. Uh, no, that came out of the DAO wallet. Anyways. I was like, it came out of my own. No, no, that one came out of the DAO wallet. So yeah, so we did help them. And, and Finn also gave away a Joe B1. So that was generous of him. Okay, we got a few questions. Yeah, it's time for the questions. Uh, go ahead, Winnie. I, I was just gonna, gonna say, I think you missed uh, the direct gallery. Oh, okay, what so what is that direct gallery? I, I'm a follower, but I'm still trying to discover what it is. Oh, okay. I'm seeing Robo putting hearts and I'm worrying now. <laughs> yeah, I just have seen it and I know Muscle Mice did something similar. So uh, I have no further knowledge of what the fuck it is. Oh, well, shout out to Rec Gallery as well. Thanks for, you know, doing what you do. Hope they will last more than direct news. Yeah, they, they don't seem to take as many breaks, but Rec News sometimes goes really hard. I don't know, the intern kind of goes, goes heavy on the Twitter spaces with the play-by-plays. <laughs> he has half an hour of work per day, and then he puts all his effort in that half an hour. I'm sure it's a team too, right? Like uh, it feels like uh, different styles sometimes. And uh... anyways, interesting, interesting. All right. Uh, anyone else have uh, questions? Please feel free to join the floor. We'll talk about a few updates now about NFTs and DeFi. What's happening up in crypto? Um, that's kind of our usual segment after. Took us again 45 minutes to give you all the updates, but whatever. Okay, cool. Um, NFTs, what have we seen recently? Oh, a uh, big one, I feel. Giannis, oh, Giannis left. Or no, he's down there. A big one, I feel, is the Hellcats partnership with um, Polygon Studios. I'm not sure what the partnership uh, involves. But the, the volume has been, you know, pretty impressive, like in terms of, uh, oh, Giannis, okay, maybe he'll be able to clarify. 
that for us. Giannis, uh, can you can you talk about the Hellcats Polygon Studios thing? Do, do you have more details about that? Uh, hey, uh, sorry, I got rocked earlier. Uh, this is why I uh, I lost my speaker uh, ability. I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah. So uh, Hellcats are official partners with Polygon Studios since last week. Uh, honestly. Uh, this is something that uh, the team has been working on for quite some time. Uh, but uh, it was about, um, it was to get that, to be announced um, around the time that the FTX drama went in. So, it, you know, it got postponed for obvious reasons. Um, as far as I know, um, I, do, I don't really have uh, a lot of details, but you know, it's more of a. Um, uh, they will help with some marketing. Uh, you know that we will be featured in several of uh, uh, several events or something like that because you know Polygon is mostly about gaming NFT projects and not about PFP projects like uh, Hellcats or Trippies or you know most of the Xterra projects. Uh, so, yeah, I think that this is it. Mostly, you know, some marketing, uh, some collaborations, of course, uh, you know, be featured in several events, Twitter spaces, uh, things like that. Okay, that's cool. That That's very fair. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, um, they bring in the volume, right? And, and I'm hoping that trickles down to... Uh, I guess the other collections on one planet because they're only trading on one planet so far. So people go on one planet marketplace, right? They see Hellcats, they see Hellhounds, they see Derby Stars, and they'll see Trippy Wolves. So for us, it's always good to have you know more activity on one planet. So yeah. you know whoever, yeah. So it's good for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, I have been also talking with the team, you know, to. Uh, create a more uh, frequent, uh, you know, uh, cross-community uh, collaboration, you know, some for f more frequent events like poker or... Uh, yeah, they know. reached out actually for a for a poker event. Uh, Reeves yeah, reached out. Yeah, so I we're, we're going to work on that. Yeah. Well, we always yeah. do things with Hellcats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, one very good uh, number uh, to understand uh, how... Uh, how well, uh, you know, how this can benefit all the external communities is that I think yesterday, let me check my facts because I, I always want to be precise. Yeah, so uh, yesterday, Hellcats were at the top nine, uh, top ninth position of uh, most traded um, uh, NFT projects on Polygon with a volume of 12,000 uh, Matic. Uh, and uh, the only PFP project on the top 10. All the others, uh, of course, first of all, it's Sandbox, and all the others are uh, NFT projects that are uh, gaming projects. And there is a, a very nice tool. Uh, um, let me find it. I will find it and put it in Discord. That is it, and a very nice tool that shows 
you know, all the NFT volume in Polygon with uh, distribution of uh, the different marketplaces. And, you know, it is a really good tool. Yeah, they have some good tooling. And, and it's good to hear that, you know, they're getting good volume. So, like I said, more volume on one planet means more volume for us. Um, and actually, Trippy Wolves went, you know, did a 50% as well, I think. Or was it 48 to, to 69 or 70? Uh, so, I don't know if, what the percentage on that is, but it's about 50, right? Like, uh, or a little less than that, 40%. So, anyways, like, a lot of collections are pumping. It's good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that uh, after the shock of the last six months and, you know, whatever followed, uh, I really think that, uh, you know, all the migrated collections, um, you know, they really have a good chance uh, on Polygon. And uh, I am really looking forward to see also one planet, you know, doing some more uh, marketing stuff and uh, getting some more eyes on the marketplace. Um, because, you know, with having all the things, all the technical stuff about the migration and everything, uh, I can understand that, you know, they struggle. But now that the migration is closed, I am. Uh, waiting for them to, you know, boost a little more the marketing thing. Yeah, and and you know, um, as soon as they launch a token or something like that, I feel like people would go there because all the new marketplaces do that. Um, I I don't know if it's in their plans, and especially in this bear market, but they've been good. Like uh, they've been, uh, you know, onboarding new games and projects and having lots of promotions. It's a difficult market and. It's uh, definitely extremely competitive on Polygon with Magic Eden, uh, you know, launching there on top of OpenSea. So now they have like two mega competitors, Magic Eden being a launch pad as well. So it's, it's, uh, it's not easy. And it's good that they're seeing like uh, some success with the amount of volume that's been generated in, in the past week. So, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I see the magic within like OpenSea when they try to integrate the Solana. Yeah, not going to um, work, you think? Exactly. So it's hard. It's hard, for example, if you are really, really good on one chain and then you just want to expand on another chain, it's not enough if you have the name on that other chain. So it well, you know something. what? A guy, a guy bought a trippy just because Magic Eden was uh remember we rated that magic eden post like it was like magic eden coming to polygon and then we posted plenty of trippy wolves and then he bought because of that oh yeah yeah that makes sense so maybe they won't be successful but maybe they'll bring new eyes I'm i mean i'm not saying they will not be successful i'm just saying that it's not an automatic success if they uh, actually have the monopoly uh, the monopoly on uh, on solana so yeah, and and I guess to add to that, Solana NFTs has been doing really well, right? Like the blue chips, like uh, Utes and uh, D Gods, uh, Clanosaurs, have been you know generating substantial amount of volume. I guess you know Solana is at fifteen dollars. It's not what it used to be, but regardless, it's pretty impressive uh, that they've been able to bounce back. Especially the NFT side has been very kind of uh performing or overperforming even yeah that's true 
Ghost, you had something to say on uh, Polygon or, or Magic Eden? Oh, you have uh, Phantom also going into Polygon. Maybe th this is the way that Hellcats can finally be on Solana. <laughs> I think that was a joke. Uh, but uh, you know yeah. that this can just, you know, we just uh, woke up like, like the Undertaker from the grave. <laughs> I mean, it had to be said. I mean, you, you got to put the dots to, together. Ghost, you got to let Janice talk about this. He's a shit-posting clan lead, you know what I mean? No, I'm just calling it the way it is. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Phantom integrating the Polygon. I think a lot of people like that wallet. I, I'm not a fan, just just for, <laughs> for clarity. I, I don't think it's that great, but I know a lot of people like the black, you know, UI of... of uh, a phantom and they think the user experience is good it's okay um hoping that this onboards more people to polygon because some people really hate metamask and i can see that Zerker, as well are you one of those people that don't like life and have everything in light mode instead of dark mode no i like dark mode i like dark mode i i just think phantom is like it looks flimsy to me right it looks like you know uh you can have like a normal car or you can have like a, a kid's toy car. And that's what Phantom reminds me of. It looks extremely fragile. It's been, you know, it hasn't been hacked, but like the partner has been hacked, which made a lot of people lose money. And just kind of the whole thing, there, there's, there weren't a lot of features back in the day when I tried it as well. So I'm just not that impressed. And I like kind of, I'm used to MetaMask and using some of the advanced options on MetaMask. So um, I guess, yeah, maybe I'm an old person and uh, I don't like It's literally MetaMask with a JPEGs tab. It's, it's just MetaMask. They don't the have JPEGs the advanced tab. controls. That's not true. You can change gas. You can, you know, add all these networks. You can do so many things on MetaMask. Yeah, you know that the, uh, on Solana, you when it works, you don't have to readjust the gas. You, you, you don't need to do it. There is no literal reason. But I like to adjust the gas. I, I like that. <laughs> Bro, you don't need it. Uh, one of the things that I actually, uh, it was the, uh, a post that uh, Ghost did yesterday about Phantom and... Um, um, MetaMask, and I was thinking that okay, Phantom is a nice wallet, but you know, uh, sometimes it is slow. The UI UX, of course, is better than MetaMask, but it's not great. And I was thinking that you know, uh, there is a very high possibility that some problems that exist on Phantom are due to the problems that exist on Solana, you know, with everything going up and down. Uh, as if they have their own will or something like that. Uh, so, you know, I was just thinking that, yeah, you know, maybe with uh, a blockchain that actually works, it will be better. I don't know. I, I, I will wait and see. Yeah. You know who, I... you know who has some nice wallets? Aptos has some nice wallets. This is true. <laughs> but, but we don't like Aptos, unfortunately. 
I'm just saying, if we can bring that over, that type of tech over, we'll be all right. The best wallet is only one. The best wallet is Terra Station, period. There's yeah, that's no right. other wallet like that's Terra Station. You, I thought you were going to mention like your Roy wallet. Jesus Christ. Do, do they have smart contracts now? Or still they don't? I'm not I sure. I like think they have NFTs right? for a while. What? I, I, I remember XT5. that uh, when I started my NFT journey, I minted some shit on uh, uh, Cardano. And, uh, uh, you know, there was a friend that helped and guided me a little. And um, we were having this discussion about the uh, smart contracts. And it was quite funny because he was trying to explain, you know, how smart contracts work and what is very innovative to everything, uh, you know, regarding all these things that you can do automatically with a smart contract and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, five minutes later, he said, okay, uh, you should use this marketplace but have in mind that it does not have smart contracts. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking to me about for two hours? Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, he picked the wrong chain to talk about smart contracts, but that, that's funny. I mean, Cardano still have some uh, pretty, uh, you know, uh, vibrant NFT community and people trading NFTs there. So they have that. It's good. All right. Um, okay. So we did like the other chains. I, I think in, in the cosmos, I didn't see much that was interesting. We already talked about the Joes a lot. Um, no new real interesting mints. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, sorry. Well, I guess Long Shlong Kongs, uh, but that's you know more of a meme. Uh, and yeah, best. Did you have something? I just wanted to mention the Kongs, but <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're not gonna forget. And and uh, uh, on Eve, what did we have on Eve? We had the. I was looking, tracking the cellmates, also like the duck meta. That was the thing. Um, seems like things are starting to consolidate. The past few weeks, they've been pumping. Like in terms of Eve price, things have been going up, and it seems like uh, they they've plateaued. Um, and and so has the volume. So I think there's going to be a little more consolidation now uh, for NFTs. After the crash, you know, there was a big, people kind of uh, flocked to NFTs because usually there's a good gain there. Um, and whoever bought the dip made a lot of money. Uh, and now it seems like, you know, everybody knows that. So it's, it's going to be a little uh, slower and less, um, I guess, volatile in the NFT space. That that's what I noticed on Ethereum. Where was there an interesting mint this this week on Eve uh, that you uh kind of were following? Thus, I don't know. No, not particularly on Eve this week. I would say that uh it was quite quite quiet in in the end it was uh, in the end when I'm looking at the at the sales and so on it's more about like still like the biggest collections that are doing some volume and uh, consolidating and but nothing really so interesting like three, four months ago where we have uh, we had like uh, different collections popping up every week, uh, something uh, something interesting or something like like free means were 
it's uh, it's quite a quite quiet period. I think the the Ethereum people are quite busy with the with FTX FTX hack. So not hack the scan. <laughs> so I think we'll need a bit more of time to to see where it's going. I'm not sure uh, how long like the NFTs can uh, can be so quiet there. At a certain point, like the digens have to degen. And uh, there would there will be some some movements and some volume, but not at the moment. Uh, they might degen into meme coins as well, right? There's there's also that as an option for them. I think uh, Doge has been up in a few other of these memes. <laughs> uh, Ghost? Well, not talking about uh, Ethereum, but I think Cosmos spaces have some little squids that might be not. You talking? You talking about Shroot's Ume collection? Yeah. Oh man, Shroot's gone. Yeah. Oh man, I should have. Oh, I wanted yeah, yeah, I I want him to come up and uh, tell me why I should vote for him on Stargaze. Oh man, where'd he go? Gaines, you want to shill? Gaines is probably listening, or or not even listening. But yeah. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll we'll try to get some whitelists as usual. And uh, uh, is Tank here? I think he left too, but uh, Tank has a collection of Manekis. But again, I don't know when these are coming out. So, uh, and I'm not too familiar like with all the details outside that uh, founders or people we know and we like. Okay, good. So we did the uh, NFTs. Uh, is there anything in DeFi that happened? It feels like it's still FTX kind of, you know, people are, watchfully uh being very careful with their money right um arbitrum dApps are pumping pretty nicely uh, what dApps on arbitrum uh gmx has been pumping um rage trade is coming out with their vault soon uh their 20 percent vault the other one is pretty nice as well it's like 13% on like Ethereum and a bit of stables. So that one's pretty nice vault. If you want to hold some ETH, then there is uh, a couple decent ones. There's, oh, what's it called? The one that's like a big convex trying to control all the governance one. Um, DYDX? No, no. Well, yeah, DYDX should be launching on Cosmos at some point soon. Um, then yeah, like mycelium, GMX, all those guys are building. The rewards on GLP recently have been great with the volatility. So I think went up to like forty percent for a week, which was really nice. You guys want to just earn those e fees? Um, yeah, I say Arbitrum is probably the better place right now. Oh yeah, all the stable coins are launching soon, TM. Um, so Ave. Stablecoin and Curve stablecoin coming. Oh, Ave and Curve coming up with their stablecoins. Oh boy, there's a lot of competition in that business now. Like, who who isn't launching a stable? Uh, the Fed is also launching a stable. So your money yeah, and, is on and the who? European Central Bank. Oh boy, <laughs> I, I know it, in the Cosmos there's seven stables that are coming out. Plus, you're telling me Curve, Ave, uh, the banks or the governments. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, 
And Doe told us, right, that it's all about adoption of those stables. So some of these will not, you know, there won't be any liquidity in my opinion. Sorry, it's all about the 20% yield on those stables. Yeah, that's nice too. But like you need people to be using it. And and uh, I'm kind of concerned of some of the smaller Cosmos stables. If, if Ave and Curve are going to launch these, uh, they're probably going to branch out to, you know, every network eventually. Like Ave is on Polygon. Ave is on, uh, they're on Arbitrum, right? They're, they're on ETH. They're pretty much everywhere already. So it'd be easy for them to kind of, uh, they have a good reputation. It'd be easy for them to kind of, uh, get that market share. Yeah, there's also no uh, money markets on Cosmos, unless I'm mistaken, I have Cosmos John Keys left, but was talking with a few of your guys earlier, there is literally no money market. Mars keeps promising to launch someday soon, TM, but it's been months. There's no place to borrow and lend on Cosmos. I don't know, I've been getting more bearish on Cosmos lately, but I don't know, that's just me. It, it, you like all the drama, right? <laughs> man between the drama the governance proposals the dumbass wages the not building like cosmos guys will just rant for hours and not launch product in like six months i don't know like the delphi digital guys it just reminds me of the tiktok investors like my day in the life at meta and then i drink coffee at nine go to lunch at eleven go out with my friends at three and like never work that that's just like i don't know if someone from delphi is here but that's just what it seems like like mars it's been six months man like freaking launch an mvp already you're just forking random earth never managed to fork their own product in a new chain like damn guys um and then like everyone's raging about astroport it's a freaking amm like People have been forking those on Binance Smart Chain for like two years now, and everyone just rages because Astroport has like cool graphics. There's literally nothing unique about Astroport. So again, I don't know. I'm just venting because Cosmos is really annoying. And some of these governance proposals are just getting out of hand. Like Juno paying Loop again. Like how many grants is Loop going to get before someone says, okay, guys, you got to launch something like just a search bar. Like something, man. I don't know. Anyways, that's that's the rant. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah. Uh, nice, nice TED talk. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I guess you're right. Like uh, Arbitrum has been launching products. Uh, Polygon, you know, and all these the, these L2s have been doing really well. I, I don't know if we can call Polygon an L2, but they've been, you know, attracting a lot of liquidity from semi-innovative DeFi protocols. Or I don't know if that's a word. Um, but they've been launching, so can't complain, right? But they have different monies. It's not the same money. You can't compare it, right? I don't know. By the way, uh, excellent. If you pay a bit more attention, Berserker said exactly the same thing as you said, but yesterday for a meme, and today he's just trying to be a bit more political correct. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, meme got that a lot meme. of engagement. Uh, I, and if it got a lot of engagement, it means it's true. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see what develops. I'm still bullish. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, 
uh, I've seen, you know, some interesting things in the cosmos and I guess it is very, very decentralized and permissionless. So it's up to the developers to really make something out of it. Right. You can't, um, can't force things. Uh, they take time. It is. What you it, say is. it was very decentralized and permissionless. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, most of the time. Curious, curious. Okay. I'm just, I'm not going to say anything because the loop proposal is going through and that just shows the opposite. But hey, let's let's just agree to disagree there. I just feel like nobody does anything except bicker back and forth. It's like they're junior high compared to other chains. <laughs> you know, just do something. Like actually do something. Good point. Um <laughs> <laughs> we see we got lots of Cosmos fans here. Oh, Ryan's here. You should invite him up because I'm sure. Yeah, Ryan's a big fan as well. Uh, Ryan, if you, want, if you want to rent, if you want to rent with with Zuli, uh, you're free to rent. Um, this is safe space. Only Red Gang. I, I don't know if he wants to speak. We'll see. Evening, Rex fam. Evening, Ryan. Do you agree with what Zuli just said? I don't like him trashing Astroport, but I think he's just worked up from a Telegram group discussion that's currently happening. But other than that, I tend to agree. But given my experience earlier this week of upsetting uh, Juno people by talking about DeFi, I'm only willing to talk about uh, JPEGs today. Very nice. (laughs) I loved... uh... I loved your IA art, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you posted that on Twitter, but the the wolf you showed me was really, really cool. I wanted to talk about AI a little later. It, it's kind of scary what people can do with it now, um, like in terms of art and now in terms of text. It's just, uh, to me, it's gotten a little too good. I don't know, kind of like Black Mirror style scenario. Yeah, I didn't post my... Yeah, I was just playing around yesterday because I've seen all this all the hype around the 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 tech the chatbot and then also the um the AI generated art stuff so yeah I thought wouldn't it be fun I don't I don't maybe not fun but I thought you know because you did the trippy wolves but the trippy wolves weren't like a they weren't your wolf going trippy right they were just sort of randomized um, which is fine because it meant you could get a super rare one for uh, having a, a a standard one, but uh, yeah, so I made made my wolf a bit trippy. Uh, maybe I'll post it. Um, but yeah, the, the the text the text chat thing is insane. Like some of the stuff that I've seen floating around, like it seems to be able to write code, smart contracts. Um, wow, really? Yeah. You can write smart contracts? I think <laughs> so. yeah. I, I don't think it can. I don't think it can write in Rust. I saw Larry post something earlier. Um, but I think it was doing some solidity, um, smart contracts. Um, yeah, I've seen all kinds of stuff. I've seen people trying to like reprogram it. Um, yeah, it's a bit of. I mean, like it's pretty crazy. Like if I, I mean, it'd be my wet dream if I was like thirteen years old right now and at school, and then I found an AI bot that can literally write essays for me in ten seconds. Um, yeah. So that's that could become problematic pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I mean, like, excuse me, what kind of essays? Whatever you want, whatever you want. Like, 
I, I was I, I sent it to my. How about PhD thesis? I think I don't. Th- I don't think it could write you one off the bat. But I think if you like knew how to sort of, um, you can sort of like have like multiple interactions with it. So like I, I saw some people posting that they'd like written. They were like writing scripts, uh, and you can start off with like like a basic premise, and then you can say, right, give me a, like a character description for this person, and then they were generating AI art of the people from the from the character descriptions. It can write sort of like yeah, like text scripts. I was I was playing around with it, like sort of um, giving it like scenarios with some of my friends, like in a WhatsApp group, and like saying like how would this conversation play out, and it was pretty pretty scarily accurate like um so yeah like i think i think the probably the thing it wouldn't be able to do for like a phd for example is do like citations um but i'm not sure i haven't i haven't played around with it so janice on that point um when i was doing my phd it, it did come out that a few uh papers were written by ai like the whole article or the whole scientific paper was developed by AI coming through, you know, experiments, data, results, intro, everything was AI generated. So there are a few cases of AI scientific papers and, and, and they got published as well. So that's hilarious. Okay. Can, you imagine, can you imagine the time I will spend in Discord if <laughs> I solve the problem with my day job? Can you even imagine this? The kind of okay. power that Giannis, so you get some reference on how good this AI right is getting. I pinned two tweets of AI. One is about an AI ranting how Ethereum is bad from a Bitcoin maxi perspective, and the other one is how uh, Christmas lights are bad versus Bitcoin mining. Uh, it's like surprisingly on point, honestly. Like you read it, and it's it just reads like Nick Carter wrote it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, what is this? Uh, where I can find this bot? Oh, it's uh, OpenAI, I believe. <laughs> Basically, the day that, that AI pass, passes the Turing test for the PhD thesis, we are done here. <laughs> yeah, I will you feed know. it with all the data that it, that it needs. And uh, uh, yeah, I think we, we can work with that. I have a rect gang uh, DAO proposal. Can we apply as a rect gang to join a university and try to get some type of PhD and only do any work through the AI? Uh, we could, but how much does it cost to do a PhD? What's the cheapest thing we can do? In Europe, it's for free. Oh, can you apply? Yeah, I was just going to say do a European one. Oh, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, Robo, Robo, you, you want to talk about Cosmos? You, you all these uh, I don't, Cosmos minis uh, here. <laughs> do you? No, not really. I wanted to say a couple of things. Uh, really enjoying the show. I thought the first like thirty minutes or whatever before Jimmy came in. I thought listening to you guys and your action plans and your action points. I thought was great. Like I didn't realize uh, what like level of professionalism uh, your organization had. Tonight, I very clearly, like, realized that, like, wow, these guys don't fuck around. But I just want to only say one thing. Uh, I heard Cosmos, IBC, I heard governance. Uh, with Juno, 
guys, at the minute, right? It's a, it's a big inflection point in the history. And it's amazing that we're already over 60 proposals, but we're having to have Commonwealth discussions and then, you know, proposals after signal and proposals to outline the laws of, like, governance. 60 props in, and we're having conversations about how governance should be managed. That's disgraceful. Uh, but on the other hand, and this is the main comment, is that right now uh, with Juno, it's a bet on Dow, like Dow tooling. It's a fucking bet on Jake Hartnell and his little band of merry men, because that is literally at the moment the only thing that's going to differentiate Juno from anything else is they've got to get this right. And that's why I believe that they're, they're working on this and why the attention's been like, for like solely focused over there with like Eggers and Jake and stuff. But yeah, dude, that's all I want to say is that uh, the future of Juno at the minute lies in the Dow tooling uh, and how that can be exported or used to import, uh, whether it be other projects, DAPs, whatever. That, that's where Juno lies at the minute. We'll, with the rest of us, the normal plebs, we're going to have to figure out this governance thing, aren't we? Somehow, like one way or another, whether it's we make props, we kick people off DAOs, we close DAOs down, uh, we try and combine DAOs into a more streamlined uh, organisation. I mean, something has to give there. And I agree, it looks grim and bleak, but I'm 50-50. And when I look, if I'm 50-50 and Jake's on one side, I'm going to go that side. And I just think that right now, they're, I mean, they're getting audited uh, didn't they get audited on the 28th or the audit started? Uh, does anyone know how long an audit would take for something uh, like that? The audit has started. And, uh, uh, you know, you're in that group too, I think, where um, they're, they're doing some tests on the, on the test net for, for V2. So it, it's moving along. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I don't have an ETA either, but it should be there. Our devs, our devs could hardly play on uh, version two when it came out. The gas was at like ridiculous. Hopefully that problem's been solved, but our attention's been diverted elsewhere. I asked the guys, I said, what's happening? They were like, fuck, the gas is ridiculous. Hopefully, obviously, that'll be uh, sort of moving forward. But yeah, that's Juno's all or nothing on Dow tooling. That needs to be groundbreaking. If it is, we might have a chance. If it fails, good luck. Anyway, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, that's a good point. And uh, yeah, I also, that was kind of a, another big reason why we chose our collection to go to Juno, because we are DAO, and uh, uh, DAO DAO V2 it should be a unique you know, offering. I, I don't know any chain that offers this. Like, uh, we use Snapshot, but but Snapshot is is off-chain. <laughs> I don't think people understand this. It's It's just like Discord voting with a bot. Um, so it's, it's not like proper DAO tooling and the other options that you have on E4, uh, Gnosis, which is a multi-sig, it works well. You know, there's a few things that work well and you can have governance, but, uh, there, there isn't like an independent solution that will offer the amount of features that DAO DAO will offer, uh, in the near future. So that's cool. Hey, but Hey, I, I wanted to ask if you guys had, um, had, had checked out the enterprise DAO tooling that recently launched on Terra, and whether that you see any like sort of what? For... I missed that. Can you pin it? Yeah, sure. Enterprise Enterprise DAO tooling. It's already been launched, has it? 
Can you give me any more info, Ryan? So what I've, I, I'll, I'll pin it up in here, here in a second, but what, what I saw, or what I've seen is, so basically, um, you can go, it's like it's called, uh, the, the URL is beta.enterprise.money, and you can spin up like three things. You can spin up uh, like a token DAO, you can spin up an NFT DAO, or you can spin up a multi-sig uh, wallet, and it's like a it's basically like a no-code solution. Um, we were playing around with like a token DAO um, in in like one of the groups that I'm in, and like it basically like it generates a token. You can distribute the token. You have token staking. You can raise proposals. Um, so I, I, we haven't gone much into depth into like some of the maybe the more like. Um, uh, like in-depth features that you could potentially do, and I think it's like a, it's a, like an MVP at the minute. But it, it looked interesting from a from a down management perspective. It has uh, sub DAOs, uh, Ryan, as well. Yeah, does it have sub DAO capabilities? I'm not sure. Not sure, honestly. Like, okay. I, I, I haven't I haven't dug into it. I mean, that's the whole thing about E2, I think, at the minute. Uh, when you mentioned Enterprise, I would love to know if there's any there uh, license agreements. I, I, you said it was in uh, better testing, yeah? I'd love to know if they've like, got any licensing agreements for that, because Enterprise Software, obviously, you're going to need uh, you're going to need agreements in place, right? Licensing, yeah? So it's testing. No, the no. Testing. That, that's a weird name. Honestly, that is a confusing name. They call themselves Enterprise. Like, that could be a ship. That could be a company. That could be so many things. They should have called themselves something else. Like, I, I'm trying to look for it. I can't even find it on Twitter. You should have picked a different name. It's quite interesting to hear about, like, the token there or this, because, I mean, obviously, with, like, a Juno Mint, and things like Juno tools, like you can do all of that effectively and be a fully deployed uh, decentralized like application on Juno and all, and then have the like have the functional uh, adoptability of obviously DAO DAO as well, right? Like what I mean, if this is within a DAO, like just the token within the DAO, yeah. That was a bit weird, like three different. Oh, there we functions. go. It, it's pinned now. I, I see it. Enterprise protocol. Okay, well, at least they have protocol in there. Um, that's nice. <laughs> uh, it looks good, kind of. Yeah, UI is pretty clean. Um, you can do like treasury management. As I say, you can do like you can have it controlled by tokens or NFTs. I, I haven't done a deep dive into it, so because um, you know, I'm not really very DAO focused, but uh, I, I did think it was like maybe I was like, is this a fork of DAO DAO or? Is this something they've built from scratch or like what's the where's it come from? But it's a TFL, I think it's a TFL project. Oh, TFL built this out, so it's kind of legit in that sense. Um, that's really cool. It's funny, there's already a Joe Dow. <laughs> out of the five Dows, there's a Joe Dow. Is that the coffee one? Is that not the coffee one, though, that was on Juno as well? Or is that like the Joe Chain one? No, no, a there, there's one? a Joe picture there. It's someone that likes Joes that created the DAO there. So I, I don't know if... I think the uh, TerraSpaces guy might have made that. I'm not sure. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, someone made a Lunk DAO on there, and it's like... It's just like anyone can make any DAO with any name. So, like... 
It's not not respecting any intellectual properties. It could be loads Wait. of rules. And I did see the first. Someone's oh, I saw the proposal. Yeah, the, the, that proposal. <laughs> someone spun up a. Um, someone spun. Up, I saw someone spin up like a token DAO and provide some and like created an Astroport liquidity pool and like posted in the main Terror like chat like oh we've just launched this token it's like oh this is there's going to be so many of these scams now that anyone create can create a token in like five minutes and um, there's going to be all kinds of shitty coins that spin up uh but I, you saw the proposal kick ryan lion out of gt capital that that's where that came from i didn't know i didn't know i thought it was like a a mock but i i see it now yeah, yeah. So we we found it. Like someone saw the contract get deployed before they'd like announced it. <laughs> we went in there and created a thing, and started putting some propose, like created a token, started putting some proposals up. And then they like rugged the front end because they weren't ready for it to be announced yet. Ah, I see. They're followed by the GPs and everything like that. It seems like a, it's a pretty uh, legit offering. I haven't played with it, and I don't know all the feature, but it looks pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. Um, good, good. So, uh, Xulian, um, up or down in next week? Are, are we buying? What are we doing? I ask this question every week. Yes. Yeah, that's the usual. The up and down, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Just there. watch the World Cup. Like don't don't worry about price. Make it just cord, man. Oh, I quite like the um. I quite like speaking of DAO stuff. I quite like the uh an up and down. The is it like the 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 Czar DAO or something? Uh, that they did an airdrop and they've got like a like a Juno like price predictor. Tool. Yeah, yeah, predictions market. Basically, you they they you know. Oh wow, okay. I just saw the goal. I have a delay. Um, <laughs> I guess it's Canada by the time the stream gets here. It's because you're yes. in Quebec. They have to translate the stream. Yeah, um, I am in Quebec. I realize that. Yeah, I am in Quebec. Uh, yeah, yeah, they translate <laughs> the stream for you, so there's a delay on that. <laughs> uh, I guess the perks of uh of living in Canada. Anyways, um, the Zardow. Yes, they airdropped us tokens to to um to bulls, to traders, to uh, rack stakers, Juno stakers, and what's cool is the token was created um, using DowDow, right, and and uh, Juno tooling for the airdrop, and it captures the revenue of their predictions market. So basically, their predictions market um, is kind of like a pancake swap where you have to guess if the price of Juno is going up or it's going down. And if you win, well, you win. And if you lose, well, then you lose. And they take a rake. And that money, the rake, goes back to stakers of this token that they airdrop. Um, it's really cool because, you know, it's 100% revenue sharing, uh, airdrop tokens for free. And it's like the fun, you know, pancake swap style game and they can incorporate, you know, tournaments and, and predict, you know, not only Juno, but other things as well. Maybe predict the winner of the World Cup. I don't know, whatever, right? So you like that, Ryan? I thought, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I picked up my airdrop. I, I staked my tokens. Um, I haven't played on the predictor, but uh, it looks it looks fun. Like it's like. 
something usable. Um, I was wondering, can you buy the? Can you buy any more of the tokens anywhere? If they, if they got liquidity. Yeah, yeah. There's some liquidity on Juno Swap, um, so you can buy it. But but I don't know if the price is right. I'm not sure. Like you probably can see on you know the tokenomics and everything like that. The guys are super chill. It's like only two devs, and uh, they're doing it as a showcase. And if people use the game, they'll they'll expand on the use, right? So um, that's kind of the risk there. Is is depending if it if it's not used, I'm not sure it'll be expanded on. It it's difficult. Um, Pancake Swap was very popular because they have access to all the BNB community, right, from Binance and like a very colorful, fun thing that where you lose money. Um, so you, you gotta you gotta have the users basically for it to be profitable or long term profitable. Robo, have you played on the predictions market of uh the Czar website? Am I getting rugged? No. Any- Everybody's watching the soccer or the football. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, best had to leave. Um, anyone have any other questions on Dow? Or uh, I guess we'll get back to watching the soccer and we'll have, you know, if y'all want to chill in the Discord, talk about it. I know we have a few fantasy tournaments. Also, join PBR's uh, Discord if you want to play in his fantasy sports book. Um, a lot of gambling going around this World Cup and uh, a lot of uh, free uh, you know, participation tickets. So maybe you'll win something. Okay, very cool. Thanks, gang. Um, and uh, speak to you soon. Congrats again to the newly elected DAO. And uh, yeah, thanks for being super active even in this bear market that we're in. Uh, thank you a lot, uh, Richard, for hosting this again. Um, it was a really nice chat, but you know that we have football now. And this is why Bessa just vanished as the, the real rugger that he is, and we all know. Um, have a great weekend. Messi scored. Did you, did you guys already said this? Yeah, yeah, we saw it. I think uh, he he saw it live, and I had it on delay. Yeah, guess who has him as a captain on his fantasy I do. team? I do. Me too. And I also got Dumfries from uh, Netherlands, Holland, that uh, he gave two assists and scored a goal today. I'm coming for your scalps, bitches. <laughs> All right. Good luck to every fantasy uh, football player. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Keep in touch. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Wrecked FM, episode 72. The weekly Wrecked AMA hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Wrecked on Saturday, December 3rd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Cool.
itchy and grimy Staying alive when the virus took over and showed us how to die First it started out with a little coffin fit Next thing you know, getting fitted for a coffin shit Break up the Sunday best, breaking runway sweats Like a funhouse mirror making fun of these pets Are we done yet? Just five more minutes Make the decision to pull the plug and let's get dinner Winter spinning dizzy round a thinning circle Hair trigger slipping, so much for keeping it surgical Disintegrate that micro, finger on the Lysol Kicking doors in but never find the right stall The bark is worse than the bite, y'all dishonest Liars lying about how big their lion is Cage rattled, I gotta keep the flow hypnotic So I stole this tiger shirt from Joe Exotic Tiger should be here tomorrow. Meow. Gift baskins from a secret admirer. Acting like you ain't the one to get fed to the tiger. One false move, one little slip up, get your guts ripped up. Drunk off the stigma, funky with my pimp cup. The dude abides, missing a couple teeth, but that's by design. Friendly reminders to make better decisions, keeping that distance, preventing collisions. The business end of this beast is all teeth all week. We'll call you, so don't ever call me. Wrapped up in the lines, feeling kinda sorry Switching it up from alarm to alarming Whether or not it's balmy Laying by the palm trees My favorite time, kicking it with the fall breeze Living like the king of this redneck ghetto Waiting for the day I get my Netflix special Ladies and gentlemen, before you hear it on the news I'm gonna tell you myself About an hour ago we had an incident Where one of the employees stuck their arm through the cage And a tiger tore her arm off I can give you your money back or I can give you a rain check. Why don't you come back at another day? What do you want me and Paul to do right now? Do chores. Chores. Be safe. Okay. Do not stick your hands in any cages. Alright. Chamber spaces.